For some reason, I was going to say, here comes the rain, and that was it. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I just, here comes the rain. I knew that I was going to say, here comes the rain. <laughs> oh, yeah, there it is. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh. Hello, and welcome to The Stream, a podcast where we talk about movies. My name is John Carlo Altuve, and joining me as always, as always, it's Nader Samara. What's that, Johnny Boy, as always? Not much, as always. This is episode 24 of The Stream, rest in peace, Kobe. How you doing today, Nader? Quarantine episode two. Ooh, me and Johnny in a box, me and Johnny in a bucket, me and Johnny with Big Willie, and nobody trust us. That's true. Yep. They call me Trustus Jones. They, I, and I've been trying to get people to stop. They won't. They keep on calling Every that. time. It's from CB4. You know what I don't uh, understand why we didn't talk about this? Uh. In When Bill, Big Willie is in that bucket, yep. he's doing the fake kissing and looking out the thing. That's a great scene. Oh, the old wet Willie. Yeah. yeah, when yeah. He's like, oh, but really, he's not paying attention, old girl. Classic Smith on that. All right, John. This is the pod where it happens. We are not mm-hmm. going to let ourselves talk too fast. <laughs> Good luck. You think we can do it? <laughs> How about right now, okay. we just check ourselves every couple minutes. Okay. And we're like, okay. hey man, are you on speed? I can't make any promises. Or are you on central? Those are the two clocks. No, well, that makes sense. Everyone gets TikTok. that. TikTok. You know what it is. TikTok on the clock? Yep. Party won't stop. See? That was fa- you heard how fast that was? That was intentionally fast. That's even... See? What's up? Trying to- you ever listen to our podcast on 1.5 speed? It is unlistenable. <laughs> Isn't everything? No. Most most people talk slow. Oh, so we're better. We're we're no, twice yeah. the people of most. We're jamming them in. Pardon me. That's right. Don't tell me what I'm jamming. So anywhere. this is a podcast where we talk about movies. Debatable. Of course. Debatable. So this week we are watching Amazon Amazon Prime film Troop Zero, and then we are going over the spring of the year 2000 in our buffering segment. Yeah. Nader. Yep. Buy my cookies so I can be a woman of substance. We watch Troop Zero. Oh, girls. Wanna be Birdie Scout? Wanna go to Jamboree? Jamboree's a talent show? Is that you? Or is trash you? <laughs> Little demon face, daughter of Gaffigan. Follow me, Fluffy. Viola got the big ups. It's just trailer park, and you know what? Don't even worry about homophobia or racism. Mm-hmm. It's not even on Bird and Birdie's mind. Mm-mm. That dad was ecstatic that his son was gay. Hmm. And no one really said anything to Vi- Viola Davis um, about her skin color. Mm. Hell non smash. Mm. Whoop those other girls' ass. Mm. Bake sale. Come on, guys. Let me get my badge. My mama dead. Aliens. Mike Epps on a bus. Stole the motorcycle. Thought it was a rocket ship. But then I was like, nah, that's a boat. Nah, that was a rocket ship. Um... NASA dude was great. Allison Janney and Viola Davis need to have their own web series where they just talk shit about other duos of actresses. Um, law school, Gaffigan, Boss, Payback, Troop Zero. Nailed it. Got him one. Lofty expectations for Allison Janney and Viola Davis. A web series, huh? <laughs> Top of the game. <laughs> Top of the mountain. Can't get any better than that. Three tops. Um, we watched Troop Zero. This is Amazon original, or mm. at least they picked it up. Mm-mm. Amazon, but, it's straight to streaming. Straight to streaming. Uh, this, straight to the stream. From the stream, from our stream to yours. That's right. <laughs> yep. You're welcome, folks. Make it wet. 
This Stream. um this directed by um Bert and Birdie. Bert and Birdie. Not two birds. I'm not, I'm not familiar with them or their work. Are you familiar with duos of birds? Yeah. Like yeah, Viola Davis and Allison Chan. I was gonna say Batman and Robin. <laughs> them too. Right, Debbie. Them too. Robin be a bird. But Batman would be a motherfucker in a suit. That's true. What about Birdman? And or the unexpected uh, ignorance of man? I'm going to say yes, but I'm not going to check it because I respect you. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but again, it's all in jest. Uh, uh, it's very easy. I got it wrong. A little bit of mirth. Touch of mirth. Touch of mirth. Touch of jest. <laughs> it's fun because there's going to be two months of us doing the same jokes. Bingo. <laughs> Almost halfway there. So, um, Troop Zero, this is a fun little... Um, uh, family yellow film. movie, I call, where yellow. everything is yellow. Oh, yeah. Little Miss Sunshine, same mm-hmm. way where everything in the movie, the Somewhere colors, the lighting, and the uh, actual cover of the movie, yellow. This takes place in 1977. In Wiggly, Georgia. Wiggly, Georgia. Your president, of course, is Jimmy Carter. And they're about to have a jamboree, so NASA's like, whoa, Wiggly, Georgia's having a jamboree? Get everyone down there. First off. Turn the mics on. Get it, get it right. The jamboree's in Marietta. Oh, shit, I'm an asshole. Yeah. Now I look like a bitch. And uh, I believe it's all the birdies in all of... And this is a world where the Girl Scouts do exist. Yes. <laughs> but there's a secondary Girl Scouts called the birdies. They're all about community building. And again, self-proclaimed hillbillies, no problem with racism. No, yeah. Everyone's everyone's pretty chill for the, for the late 70s. hillbillies are like, you know what? Honestly, I'd follow Viola Davis anywhere in Wigley, Georgia in 1977. I mean, I would. Yeah, I'm. St- the, I mean, I would say hierarchy wise, this town, Hell Nall's right at the top. A young black girl oh would God. be in charge of essentially, you know, the the, the town council, so to speak. <laughs> so this movie follows tax. kids. Don't know about tax. Oh, they know a little bit. She, I mean, she knows about tax law. <laughs> she's she well, she's she's gonna work for the IRS one day. This girl, the the like t- one of the two tough girls, just runs around screaming at other girls. Give me that tax. Pay me my tax. So she just fun. wants shit from them, and she doesn't really care what it is, which I love. It's not specific. She just wants your shit. Yeah, yeah. I love. Well, at first it was. It seemed to only be candy. Yeah, but then the, then the, it oh, kind of evolved. Yeah, it evolved into just like <laughs> slow torture trees. You know. Funny thing about um, so there's these two characters are like the bullies. It's hell no, and her heavy hell no. Oh, okay. Also, they say funna. I'm a funna. I'm funna win. Finna. No, they're not. Say, they're definitely not saying finna. Oh my god. This is where you. No, no, no. I looked at the closed captioning and I read a review where someone made a point to say that they're not using the normal vernacular. Okay, they had that I buy. Closed close captioning means nothing. B. This is Brian Brett all over again. Where you thought Tyrese was saying <laughs> Bree as in Brian. He's saying. Well, he's saying Brett. He's clearly saying Brett. He's saying Brett. <laughs> he's saying Brett. I, I don't remember. I feel like in the moment I would have said something like, John, this is the whitest you've ever been. And your perfect response would have been like, I'm not that at all. And then I would have been like, good burn. But I don't think he caught me. I think I just got away with it. Good for you. Burned. Uh, but no, they say funna. Roasted. Like, you can hear the you. You're not They don't say finna. Play, play it right back right now. This is actually the thing that will not age the best for the, you in the pod. This is the thing. I'm telling you what the, the what they're saying Legit. You sound like a white businessman in bringing down the house. No, but it's I only I only brought it up because they I read an article where someone was saying that they went out of their way to not use. Yeah, fiddle. no, that I buy. Not the close casting. I told you. Right. But and like I one? said, this is a low moment in Yuri Bonnick's career. What are you talking about? Was that a yawn or a laugh or a cough? It was a combination of the three. <laughs> Work? You no. okay? Oh, you can't recover <laughs> from something like that on the spot. You lost a bracelet today. 
<laughs> now your respiratory and pulmonary so system the bracelet. are imploding on each other? Yeah, that'll happen, though. John's small intestines are everywhere. <laughs> so well, they're very big. Wet-ass floor. Clean it up. I'll clean up after. Clean it up. We gotta get through this first. All right. Um, so, Sub-Zero. Jim Gaffigan. Boss. The boss. The boss. Follow me, Fluffy. He's really funny. At ease, Fluff. Uh, and so the the three the three adults that are like together in like this trailer park law office in order of screen time: Viola Davis, Jim Gaffigan, and, and then Mike, Mike Epps. Epps. Yes. And then Allison Janney's playing the bad female. Uh, yeah, I guess oh, she would be above uh, Gaffigan. She'd probably be two. She's two. Yeah. Gaffigan three, and mm-hmm. Epps. Epps is really not in that much. No, but when he uh, also that thing where my uh, my screen got blurry happened only when Mike Epps was on screen, and I was like, now I'm missing all his great facial reactions. Your screen, oh, your, your buffer? my internet got all blurry. Yeah, my buffer, my my section. Uh, I think that um, I mean it's a, it's a cute little uh, family film. Like it's not... it's got some heart. I mean, by the end it of does. it, you are like really really crying. The lead performance, the shorty, is a uh, pretty creepy looking. She could be in a horror movie like it's. Nothing. I think she's in a couple horror movies. She looks like 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 Shorty from Hereditary, but it's not Shorty from Hereditary. Well, basically, there's a Girl Scout troop that are like all the popular girls. McKenna and... Grace. Yes. Sorry. Continue. And um, so th- this girl who's like this poor girl, she they do like a misfits Girl Scout troop, and Viola Davis is the head, and then you have. Uh, um, a young gay boy. You have a um, the two bullies, and you have a girl who's very religious and only has one eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, a combination that really is just what I mean. That's how I would define good writing, basically. Yeah, and uh, they um, their goal is to get on the golden record, which was a real thing that happened. Of course, well, that we shot off into space because everyone which, knows. Which, by the way, was a reveal at the end of the movie that was like, "This is all a true story." I was like. The fuck? Yeah, you didn't know about that? Tears Before? on my face, and then I'm just like confused. Like, history? Oh, yeah. Because everyone knows that aliens have a turntable to play the record. But the craziest thing was that the record was really on the face side of the uh, the spaceship. So it was like facing outer space. Like the yeah. gold record that was going to get played, I guess, was just, to this day, it's just out there. Yeah, it's out in space somewhere. An inch away from infinite blackness. Um, yeah, I love that. That's like in uh, Independence Day, how uh, Jeff Goldblum could just hack into the alien computers. Because they run the same OS as he does. 1977, The Space Odyssey. I've seen it. Uh, But yeah, this is a fun little family film. It it does have a lot of heart in it, uh, especially towards the end. I was a ball of tears. It really got to me. I was fucked up. At the end, everyone's just screaming, I'm here, I'm here, I exist. It's moving stuff, Pod Carlo. Yeah, the Indian guy from NASA. Yep. Um, Which... I thought that there was going to be... So when they get to the Jamboree, everyone puts on a, a number, and uh, they're all doing like their tap things oh, or whatever. Man, yeah. I honestly was under the impression that there was going to be a space theme that they all had to follow. The twist you would have thought of that. comedy is, is hard to pull off, John. Yeah. Half plot, half comedy. And by the time the third child is pissing themselves on purpose, I was losing... Because I was already crying, but then I was just like laughing, crying, which is a, a comp. It's what you want in a yeah. movie like Troop Zero. That's what yes. you want. Because the climax of this movie is the little girl that's accused of peeing, admits that she has actually been wetting the bed against all of her you know, better judgment. She, she, she tells it, right. and then her friends are like, you know what? I got you. And when she pees in front of everyone again... One by one, those little motherfuckers come up and start <laughs> peeing next to her on stage and Viola to Davis, a heckling crowd of monstrous young women. Woo! Except for Viola Davis and Allison Jenny, who are losing their shit. Oh, they're going bananas. Which and then great. smoking. <laughs> so, I mean, they hint that they have a past, but they don't really get into too much detail about it. I guess they're just buddies, right? Yeah. It's a super small town. Yeah, super small town. Wiggly! <laughs> Georgia, 1977. Although, uh, Wiggly seems to be separated uh, by um, by class. <laughs> 
and Girl Scouts. The rich and the poor. When the religious girl goes to uh, sell her first cookies to oh, the to funny. the old lady that's like completely nice to her, is hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> she just throws up right away. I, oh no! Oh, oh it's no, a great faints, joke too. Right? Well, she does. Well, she no. She throws up, and, and then I think they walk away. But oh uh, yeah, yeah. She says, uh, she says, I have a, a fear of, of of walking up to strangers and talking to them. And Val Davis is like, how are you a good evangelist? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's a good joke that taught me something about evangelists. Yeah. Well, I mean, they gotta go on that mission, right? They gotta get spread the word of I Jesus. I guess they're second only none to Jehovah's in terms of uh, footwork. No one, no one touches them in I'm terms talk, of. I'm, I'm, talking, I'm talking about like Chicago I'm juke style about, footwork. I'm talking about shoe leather uh, costs. No, 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 no. no. I'm one. talking about Chicago dancing juking footwork. Yeah, it's <laughs> pretty good. I'm. Just, have you? You must know what I'm talking about. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Just, just making sure. I went with an economic term. That bitch got on K Swiss. <laughs> Did you have case was growing up? Oh shit! That's yes. not a yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying the song in reverse. Uh, I did. Yeah. I didn't like them. No, you know, yeah, I had them uh, in like elementary school. I remember wanting them badly. I'm of the opinion, and we don't talk about this enough, that Jay Z stole case Swisses and made them into S dots. I think they're the same shoe. Um, that's huh? Never thought about that, but now I don't I know why I, they look the exact same. <laughs> I was like, case yeah. totally came first. <laughs> case Swiss were big. Yeah, so was Jay Z, mm. and he won. The battle of Jay-Z versus K-Swiss. You know what? The battle of letters dash the rest of your word. Oh, boy. And only being three There's to four letters. so much in common. Ah! He took him down. Yeah. Magna Carta Holy Grail is where he did it. That was the time. That was the one. So when he got 2013, K-Swiss went under. Take it away, John. No, we, had a, we had a brief talk because we were looking at some other um, straight-to-streaming movies. Yeah, Little Monsters did not cut it. This was my double feature. So, but like, let, let's talk on that a little bit because, in all honesty, there's not too much to say about this movie. Uh, as good as I, th- I think it's it's a very good movie and it's worth definitely worth it's a watch. Vi- it's but. good to talk about in terms of how we judge the ceiling of streaming movies that go straight to, to straight streaming to stream, from yeah. their from their streaming account. So, like for instance, I think. If you want to talk about like the best service pound for pound, you're probably talking about HBO just because they have a long oh, history sure. of like all these documentaries and the you know how they have their this small pipeline, so mm-hmm. only some stuff gets made up until recently, up until the merger with I mean, Warner Brothers. But again, HBO's uh, concentration is mostly on documentaries and uh, limited series. Exactly, but, but my my point is that as prestigious, you could say their best. You know, The Wizard of Lies, The Robert De Niro, Bernie Madoff, whatever it is, as prestigious as that gets, um, it actually still uh, falls, I think, in the same category as not being that much better than Netflix because Netflix for instance has the the opposite problem where um, too much quantity maybe Okja and High Flying Bird are my favorite Netflix original movies I don't know uh, do you consider Beast of No Nation a Netflix original I do okay so then that's gotta be in the conversation oh sure I, I haven't seen that so sure I'll, t- I'll take your word oh yeah no um, that's a great movie um, just posted on the stream uh but but so but they, they have the other problem where they have a shit ton of movies. Some of them are kind of basic, kind of B movie ish, and some of them are okay. Yeah. And then Amazon Prime comes along, and honestly, Honey Boy, Cold War, yep. this, the report, and you can vouch for Britney runs a marathon. Yes. I mean, are all I think the report's okay, but it's it's still successful what it's trying to do. I think those are sure. that's a that's a very high uh, batting average compared to other play- and late night people love late night. Uh, well, I think so. The interesting thing about Netflix is they haven't have the quantity. Like no one gets yes, and we shouldn't be snobs because people need a lot, lots of different kinds of movies. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, and me and you love. Uh, or I don't know if you saw, but fucking uh, to all the boys I love, the first one is I not. I know home I know run rom com. People home love run. But like you have to, they have all those teen movies that are huge. Yeah, that do great numbers. Horror for them. movies that again, me and you are not horror. The horror movies, and then they have, but then they have a lot of just like misses. 
Yeah, and I think that uh, can you name an Amazon miss miss off the top of your head? Because I think no, I've I actually cannot. seen all the. I'm realizing now they're they're kind of they're not events, but I, I just know them off. The but top Amazon of strategy is different. Like Netflix is is from nuts and bolts from the beginning. A lot of their projects, while Amazon is doing more like you do your thing and then we'll distribute it for you after you're done. We're Netflix gonna, also is willing to go in debt if it means getting Alfonso Cuarón and Martin Scorsese. Yeah, They're literally exactly. willing to sacrifice the cup. I mean, I guess they don't care because someone's going to buy them eventually. But Yeah, I mean, they gave the Irishman like an unlimited budget. So, um, But no, I do th- I do think Amazon is doing that because, and me and you... Pound uh, for pound, 100%. They're the best. I think, well, because I think of all these movies, and you can include Roma in this, I would say of literally all the movies we just talked about, my favorite movie is probably High Flying, High Flying and then I think Honey Boy is probably two. I, 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 in, in the context I think, of that, I, think I really Cold love Cold War's in the conversation for me. I think Cold War is great. Um, although, it's, I mean, foreign films are always going to have a harder entry level for the average consumer. Oh, no, Cold War's like, definitely top five or whatever. It's not. I love Cold War. I'm just saying, for oh, the yeah. average. I like Oakja more than uh, Cold War, though. Oh, yeah. I'm the only guy that watched Joker, I guess. I liked Ocha a lot. Didn't he look delicious when he cooked that guy up? Uh, I thought you meant Paul Dano's uh, pale face. Paul Dano's face looked like two hams. Two slices of hams. Delicious. And he played twins and there will be blood. So mm. uh, I met his wife. She was very nice. Very nice who's actually. his wife? She famous? Zoe Kazan. The actress, yeah. Oh. Super nice. She had a baby and was like trying to talk to me. I was like, you sure? <laughs> you chilling? She was bored as fuck. Good for her. Yeah. I like Zoe Kazan. I do too. Um, I want to see... You're not? Oh, really? Uh, she, she well, she's the worst part in the big sick. I actually think she's one of the better parts of uh, Buster Scruggs. Actually, I, I like. She's her. great in Buster yeah. Scruggs. That's actually the that's the, my favorite vignette. Uh, so that's another Amazon original movie, The Big Sick. Very good movie, Very but you good. don't like her in that. You're saying? Well, she's also not in it that much, but I think she's the weakest part of that movie. Zoe, because Zoe is the she's girlfriend. In, she's in a coma for an hour. Oh yeah. Oh, I just mean in terms of like female lead, she's like the girl. Oh yeah. yeah okay. well, I was like, you I mean, can the say, you can say mom. Holly Hunter. Sure, sure, sure. Um, and Holly Hunter and Ray Romano are fantastic in that. She has some scenes in there. She, has she does, some scenes but I, she, she's the worst part of the movie for me. Interesting. I actually think uh, she's getting into a level where um, I think her and Paul Dano, maybe they're just like financially sound now where they're like kind of just choosing really, really good shit over and over again. But uh, so where where do you stand in terms of what uh, what streaming service has the title for you in terms of like you trust their movie to be the best? I Well, for me, honestly, like, and, and I came to this realization not too long ago, it's, it's Amazon Prime. They happen to have consistently the most, but then again, they don't have a huge catalog. But like, uh, so that we both just misspoke. By the way, yeah. our favorite original movie from all these services is on Hulu. Mind oh, it's Binding the Gap. Yep. But Hulu, it's it's not great. That's it. Big it's time adolescence, great. Little Monster misses. I watched them in. I don't think Little movies. Monster's not bad. It's just Josh Gad is hysterical in Little Monster. He is so funny in so that movie. Obnoxious. In the, in this movie, just an, I find it, him terrible in everything. I'm with you on hating Josh Gad, but not in this movie. He I is just, so funny. I see his face. I'm just like, oh, this guy. I shouldn't have deleted my, my notes for that. He's always trying so hard. He's got some monster one liner or some little monster one liners. Hey, there. that's fun. I did it. Uh, no, I mean, yes, that's probably. His What's best your review of Little Monsters? I thought it was fine. I don't. I, yeah, no, I, I, I think the joke of the guy who curses in front of kids is overplayed. Oh, no, that's what I, I was going to say. Because um, the first 20 minutes, that's all it is. I'm just like, okay, dude, the first, let's get home with it. The first 20 minutes is us realizing they lied to us about who's the star of this movie. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, the reveal of Little Monsters is that Lupita Nyango is by no means the star nope. of the movie. 20 full minutes of screen time passed without her fucking appearing on the shit. Yeah, she's in it. She might be in it for like 10 seconds in the in the first 10 minutes. Yeah, and then she does take more control of it, but um it's definitely about some Australian dude. Yeah. 
Um, and the whole movie is just Australian. Josh Gad and Lupita Nyong'o are the fish out of water in that uh, uh, crew slash movie. I like the kid. Kid was good. Yeah, kid was funny. When he was uh, like choking, it really looked like he was going to die. He looked yeah. fucked up when he was having that asthma. <laughs> Uh, but let's talk a little bit more about Troop Zero. Yeah. I think that um, I love Allison Janney when she plays these little roles. She just like can really sink into a character, and you know, part Jan of Bomb. <laughs> That's what uh, I call him. Well, yeah, you call him Jan Bomb every time. Yes, yes. <laughs> like this, similar to like I mean, obviously it's way better in Itania, but in Itania she's only on screen for. 15 minutes maybe and she won an Oscar for it well I don't want to get ahead of ourselves but I haven't seen uh, 10 Things I Hate About You in a long time and yeah. I didn't realize how long she'd been doing this that's yes. a long time to be doing the same thing and it not being like kind of a pain in the ass well there was I think there's a lot of scenes from 10 Things I Hate About You that she was cut out of because she doesn't show up in the last hour of the movie oh that we're, now we're definitely getting ahead because that's my number one complaint of the movie is okay. that she disappears yeah <laughs> Uh, so, but yeah, I mean, I think Viola Davis is fantastic. And we're checking our speed. Continue. But Viola Davis is great because she's showing a lot of the versatility of her acting in this movie. Because most movies, Viola Davis, she's playing the one note super serious, which she's great at. But she's she's infusing a lot more humor in this, and she's great in it. I, th- I find her a little stiff in certain scenes. Okay. Um, obviously, that's her character. I'm not going to hold that against her um, in any like meaningful yeah, she's like way. She's a hard ass. But uh, the the thing that, as me and you talked about, uh, we were not positive about doing this movie. And through the first uh, 25, 30 minutes before the kids really became a unit, I was a little skeptical yeah. on it because I didn't really know if I was here to watch a movie uh, with this version of Viola Davis, uh, I guess, being the lead in it. It turned that she wasn't, which was like kind of good for me because I, I kind of, her a little one note in this even when she was like um, changing her mind about shit she was kind of I, I don't know that I'd found her that much different than she I usually think is there's about three scenes she has with Jim Gaffigan mm. where she's kind of like when the when the beer can explodes she's yeah. very loose after yeah, that yeah yeah that, that that when they have that scene um with her uh, at, uh Mike Epps and Gaffigan at the table to, uh, it's like nighttime after uh yeah that scene uh there's a couple scenes where she's kind of letting loose a little bit and it just it just makes the character fuller and, and more interesting. Because so oh sorry, because she does seem like the whole one note thing, and then she's obviously super smart, and she was held back by some circumstances. Uh, but you know, although you're you're right though, the race doesn't seem to matter in this little I, town. I'm just teasing the movie. That, that's fine. If, if that's well, if that's I mean, done with with the, I think it's because it's a children's movie more than anything. Is it a children's movie? I think so. Well, it's like a family movie, right? It's for like oh, sure, kids whatever. to watch with their parents. It's, it's, it's a it's it's a it's remember the Titan syndrome. If you if you want to do if you want to like curb in, the there's way more racism in remember no, the Titans. No, remember the Titans is is the is a pretty soft version of what the, the oh without the, a doubt the place that it's about is is the, the worst. Yes. it's not it's not some normal racist place. It's like the worst place in Virginia. Yeah. At but the there time. is there is plenty of racism. There is, but it's 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 it's, it's Disney curb. There is there's a yes. certain edging to, to what they will show in that show. And in this one, it's edging. the whatever <laughs> the uh, uh, in this one it's completely removed and that's okay as long as yeah. the story doesn't drift in and out of it and they're, they're not they're if you're if you're gonna make your movie about poor people instead of race that's fine if you just want to commit to that i'm not i'm not it's, it's whatever but here's the most important thing about this movie that's good we have a new award we have to give out yes nader you came up with this idea and boy did you ever nail it on the head please tell the folks what you have made up for them well we now have an award in the movies that we review called the Mike Epps Award for seamlessly weaving into a period piece. Because he has now done this, and Dolomite is my name, mm-hmm. 
this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the other one that, that I'm missing? There's an obvious one. I can't think of that one. Uh, doesn't matter. I'll look it's it up right now. He's the best, and uh, the essence of Mike Epps really does just bleed through time. Um, yeah, and um, I'm excited to see if he ever does this Richard Pryor thing. It's gonna be it's gonna be fantastic. <sighs> Damn! Wow. The Mike Epps Award. Really killing it in these times. Big fan of Mike Epps on this podcast. He may be the person referenced the most. He's uh, in the conversation. Uh, there's another one. Talk to me. So another '70s radio DJ one. with where you know the the Chuatelaji for Don Cheadle radio movie. You ever saw that? Oh, that might be streaming too. I, I don't. I don't know. Oh, familiar yeah. with that. Yeah, he's a uh, he's a, he's this DC radio. The story of Washington DC radio personality Ralph Petey Green. That's oh, he's uh, Petey Don Cheadle. He's Petey Green. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's fun. Yeah. New award. We did it. We did it. Nodder. Hit me. Troop Zero. Stream Ooh. it or skip it? Stream it. Stream it. Stream it. It's uh, nothing special, but definitely worth a watch. It's nothing special, but if you are... It's 90 minutes. If you're, you're, but if you're And if you're interested in there being better streaming movies, going straight streaming from your streaming service, then you should be happy that Amazon made this one, I would Absolutely. say. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Buffered. We are doing the spring. Spring? Yeah. <laughs> which is, of course, defined as. Hold on. You got it. We're doing the spring, <laughs> which is, of course, defined as the first Friday in March through the Thursday before the first Friday in May. Nodder. Spring 2000. How are you feeling about it? Feeling like uh, the number 32 movie on this list, which is where we're going to start. This is a big upgrade from the winner. We went for because we just we just did ten last time. Uh, we started literally at the top ten because it was just some shit, and there were only yeah. forty six movies last season. Correct. Uh, but yes, now we are in the lovely spring of two thousand, and number thirty two is a Jim Jarmusch movie. Uh, I would say in the vein of like if your dad had to remake Kill Bill of uh, Ghost Dog <laughs> semicolon The Way of the Samurai, which is a little Jim Jarmusch corn road Forrest Whitaker flick where he is a samurai named Ghost Dog. I have nothing to add. You haven't seen this movie? I don't know this movie. Oh, I know of it. Did you never have a Jim Jarmusch phase at no point in time in your 20s? I had a Jim Jarmusch phase, but this never you watched, made You never watched Broken Files and thought it was brilliant? <laughs> <laughs> I saw his most recent movie, The Dead Don't Die, and that is, uh, that's a fun little weird movie. That looks fun. It is fun. Chloe 70 shows up. Remember her? I do. What do you mean remember? She's like 34 years old. <laughs> she hasn't. She doesn't do a lot of stuff anymore. She does a lot of stuff. No. She only does highbrow stuff. What are you talking about? That's true. She's good. Yeah, everyone loves. She's having a. Uh, she gave an uh, unsimulated. Uh, I know. I was gonna say she really came back from that time. John reminded everybody about the blowjob, but you were just in the middle of reminding everybody about the blowjob. I was again. gonna. I was gonna talk about a different way. Nah, you were gonna <laughs> say a simulated blowjob. Vincent Gallo is a person I never want to meet. I'll tell you that much. All right. I'll doesn't get, seem I'll like get a that cool. Reference. This is the guy who directed the Brown Bunny. We should move on. We should. Escucha. Number 29. Listen, not move. I always think escucha means like scooch. Like scooch. Right. Scooch. But it's, it's not. A it's false, listen. uh cognitive. Bingo. Number 29 on the list is The Virgin Suicides, which made $4.9 million. Not or tell the people about The Virgin Suicide. This is Sofia Coppola's first movie. Yes, this is her debut, right? Uh, okay. And uh, it is the suicide pact of a bunch of middle class white chicks. Uh, is there... There's... Definitely white chicks. Okay. <laughs> no. Yeah, that was the wrong... Uh, connotation for the question mark. The question mark is, is there a, I forget if there's a specific reason that they all do it. I don't remember. 
Okay. It's um, been they a all, long yeah. time. Okay. It's it's a it's a lovely movie. It's definitely it the is. kind of movie where uh, if he comes with this, he would have won the award for that because this takes place in the seventies. I mean, he would have <laughs> crushed it. He would have killed everybody. <laughs> we should just have a rule: is is this movie better with Mike Epps? And the answer is always yes. That's true, and we definitely didn't get that idea from any other podcast. Um, the uh. The the but the the cinematography in this movie is really really like floating and like glowing. Yeah. And it's the kind of thing where I remember thinking th- this was one of the first times just because of when I saw it. Um, but that I remember distinctly being like, oh, this is someone's first movie, and this is how they want us to feel like yes. visually. It's a very did you see this before like, Marie Antoinette or way um, before all that stuff. Lost in Translation. Yeah 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 yeah. Oh, I, I think I basically saw her movies in order once I found out who she was. Oh okay. Yeah. Because I think I I saw this probably second. Interesting. No, I think I saw them all. In. I may have seen somewhere before Lost in Translation, but that's it. Okay. Did you like uh, The Beguiled? I was into The Beguiled. The Beguiled's good. Yeah. I, I remember seeing the trailer and going, I'm not going to like this. Different and vibe for her. Very different yes. vibe. Yes. Which oh, Also, that is a remake. It is. Uh, Kristen Stewart, Apex Mountain. What is it? Uh, it's got to be, hear me out, mm. Charlie's Angels. <laughs> what? Oh, shit. <laughs> Kristen Dunst, Apex Mountain. What is it? <laughs> Kirsten Dunst, um, I don't know. It's tricky. I don't know when people liked her the most, because I've always hated her a lot. It's probably got to be Spider-Man, right? Or Spider-Man 2? Oh, sure. I thought that's when people like me were like, oh, the worst. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. So maybe but, the first Spider-Man. But but she has a whole like indie film career now where she's in Maria's Recent, and recently, goddamn... Recently, she's definitely gotten more in the last like midnight ten, special and five, shit. ten years. She's the worst in Midnight Special, Um, but she fits. Number 21 on this list, which made $12.3 million dollars... Is the movie Ready to Rumble? Mm. Not are you familiar with this film? I just shrugged. What? This is David Arquette. Uh huh. And I want to say Scott Kahn. <laughs> oh, not both of them. <laughs> in a movie mm-hmm. uh, that was uh, made in tandem with World Championship Wrestling, which I mentioned last episode, David Arquette became the heavyweight champion. Wait, so there's business involved too? Because of this movie. Okay. In this movie, these two guys who are wrestling fans. Um, <laughs> there's only one uh, actual wrestler in the in the movie that's not a real professional wrestler. What's happening right now? <laughs> they they're the, his name is the King. They find <laughs> they find the King and they have to get him back to the wrestling show so he can win the title. Uh-huh. And this is uh, one of the worst movies ever made, but super dumb and entertaining. <laughs> I think you're being rude, and it sounds good. It's it's really bad. Uh-huh. Uh, David Arquette does a trick called the the stink palm. Now, David Arquette of Scream 3 fame, correct? And, and Scream 2 fame. And hear me out. Uh-huh. Scream fame. <laughs> fame! That's right. I did it. Just like uh, like the Game of Thrones. No, because you said Scream fame, so I screamed fame. Oh, I guess. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were doing like a shame thing. Nope. That's fun. Ready to Rumble is, uh, I had to bring it up, because I know my boy Sean's listening to this, and he'd be angry if I didn't bring it up. We are going to number 19, American Psycho. Who directed American Psycho? Honestly, I don't know. I want to say it's a woman. Is I that think, right? No, I think someone... Oh, maybe. I think $15 someone... $15 million for American Psycho. This was supposed to be Leonardo DiCaprio. This is based off a book that is just as crazy as as is this. Mary Heron. Yeah, you called it. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, she didn't do much else. Um, I... Th- this movie almost fell into Fight Club territory where I was like, fuck everyone that thinks this movie's great. I'm not into it. And then I was like, no, no, no. This movie's great. This is, this is a really fun movie. It's one of those famous what do you think really happened movies. Pardon me? 
the ending makes you like. Question. Oh, what's the ending? I forget. Well, I thought I thought he just has like a business card walks away to dinner or something like that. What is it? Business card. Is that a restaurant like, or something? No. no. So like they at the end of the movie, it makes you think that are any of the murders that happen actually happened or not? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. But how? What, what's the visual device that lets you know that? I don't. Nothing remember. at a restaurant. I don't remember the no business I card. I no, the business cards play a big deal in the movie, but that's mostly in one scene. Mm. This is bone. Um, I have a friend that listens to this podcast. Hey, that has told me, and I won't say his name. Okay, I'll, I would never betray his confidence. He's definitely <laughs> told me in or out of confidence. I have no fucking idea that he uh, definitely enjoys. You say it with confidence. having sex, <laughs> doggy style, looking at himself in the mirror, pointing American Psycho style, and I was like, "That's a fun fact to know about you, friend of mine." I'll keep his name out. All right, cool. <laughs> and maybe cartoon porn too. I think he's into that. That's fun. Um, do you think that uh, Chloe Seventies in this movie? Because turns out she is. Hold on a second. Now, <laughs> to be clear, Danny Trejo is not. Uh, I don't think so. And Steve Buscemi isn't yet. <laughs> not yet. He's going to show up. Now, do you ever see the sequel to this with Mila Kunis? I have. College. I, you did? I have. Good for you. Yeah. You haven't? No. Really? You should. It's a weird ride. Okay. It's it. It honestly feels like a Disney Channel original movie. It parts. It's it's got. <laughs> I don't know how to describe the tone. Does this movie? Does this movie like uh, make you get into the album Sports by Huey Lewis in the news? No, but it does. Especially because of uh, uh, coronavirus, it makes you want to get uh, like hazmat suits. Well, Need them. Clear raincoats. All day. All day. Fair or enough. or the white paper joints. I don't give a fuck. I hear you. I'm just not gonna catch it. Number sixteen on this list. High Fidelity, $27.2 million. Zoe Kravitz. Right? This in is... Mad Max. Do you think... Have you watched the Hulu original series, I have not, High Fidelity? I hate Zoe Kravitz, and I gotta stop saying that I hate women. Uh, I hate Zoe Kravitz. This again. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, and I have not seen this movie. Is this a John Cusack movie? Yes. I'm out. He's the lead. I'm out. No, this movie's great. It's great? Okay, I'm in. <laughs> you reeled me back. He owns a record store. Huck, line, and sink. Jack Black uh, works at the record store. Uh, this is the movie Be Kind Rewind with Most Def? No, it's a different movie. This is a record store, not a music uh, I'm not movie watching. store. I'm not watching this. is a podcast about movies. I'm not watching this. Catherine, I'm not, listening. Catherine Zeta I'm not Jones. listening to this movie. Lisa Bonet. Catherine Zeta-Jones is in this movie? Yeah. I'm back in. Lisa Bonet? Zoe Kravitz's mom is in this? That's She's playing her daughter in the in the show. Oh, then I'm back in. <laughs> Confusing. I can't help it's it. It's a roller coaster. I'm trying to be honest. Uh, you should see High Fidelity. It's a very fun movie. Back in. Okay. Basically, it's a guy who's going back to all his ex girlfriends trying to figure and out. And the music is associated with each. Yeah, he's right. right and uh, I won't get too into it, but it's it's definitely worth a watch. You should check it out. Is it honestly my kind of movie? You know, I can roast a white I, person I at a see, moment's notice. I could see you hating this, but okay. I think you should see it. I know okay. you don't like John Cusack. I maintain that he's actually in the movies now that he should have been his entire career. Have you seen Better Off Dead? Nor, no, nor have I seen Say Anything. Okay. I start with Con Air, I end with Con Air. <laughs> You're just watching all loop. I'm just watching Con Air, thinking, John Cusack sucks! It's all Buscemi and Cage with you. First of all, Dave Chappelle is acting him off the fucking plane. Right off, no parachute. Right. Define irony. We're not talking about Con Air. Okay. Number 15 on the list is Love and Basketball. $27.4 million. Nader. Yeah. What do you think about Love and Basketball? Um, I think that when Shorty has to keep her arm up forever is very funny. <laughs> that was the greatest. Yeah. That was a real thing. Def- didn't happen to me because I couldn't shoot in the first place. It was never going to stay up there. Um, 
And uh, I think, hold on, let me make sure this is, am I not tripping, loving, bass? Oh, really? I got to write the ampersand? Okay. It's Omar Epps. No, no, no I'm not talking, I wonder who the director is. Gina Price Bethworth. It's Omar director, Epps, like you, like you know. Gina. This is the same writer of uh, of Beyond the Lights and uh, The Secret Life of, you know what? It's nobody. Continue. Secret Life of Bees? Classic. Is that what it is? Yep. Nice. Bee movie. That's a, but no, this is a, this is a, a kind of a classic. This is a, a high Metacritic. It's seventy on Metacritic. They're it, not playing. It's like it hits all the notes you want it to hit. It's a fun. It's a good rom com. I don't love it that much. Uh, it's more, seventy on Metacritic is. It's more rom than com, right? It's definitely more <laughs> rom than com, but it's also it's 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 very well made and you it's kind what? of like a. It's not a rom. Uh, it's not a com. It's, it's not a com. I, no com. I'm saying it. and I'm thinking no. Hey, hey, love and basketball in or out. I'm in. Uh, no com. No com. In no com. Okay. Okay. I'm raw dogging it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're loving basketball. Gross. That part was gross. The, text, the texture of a basketball and raw dogging just seems well, not ideal. I'm hitting the table. A lot of pressure with that air. You got to make me keep my hand up, coach. I just hit the table. <laughs> Come on now. Did <laughs> you wasn't with me shooting in the gym? Like, oh. Any other thoughts about loving basketball? Drake dated Serena Williams. Never That's forget. Unrelated. So did number Connor. number twelve oh. is The Skulls, which made thirty five million dollars. Oh, you know what this movie is? We just know movies that only you know. How dare you? <laughs> the Skulls is a Joshua Jackson vehicle. He goes to Harvard. There's an underground society, and uh, things aren't. Uh, Joshua Jackson of Dawson's Creek and The Affair fame, and uh, Mighty Ducks. <laughs> Ducks quack together. He's friends with Keenan Thompson and Emilio Estevez. Yeah, that makes sense. Wow. <laughs> uh, well, Emilio Estevez is... He's dating his own mom? No, he's dating Joshua Jackson's mom. In what state? The state of the Mighty Ducks. <sighs> Think they got corona? Right now, probably. Back in 99? Yeah. No. Ducks? Also, why did I pick 99? That's not the year we're doing. We're not the talking year yet. of the movie. Yeah. Uh, the Skulls. You nailed it, buddy. Number 11. The Flintstones and Viva Rock Vegas. Viva Rock Vegas. Dan Krakowski. Uh, $35.2 million for this sequel that... What was the Prequel! Score? Don't be an asshole. I'm sorry, prequel. What was the... <laughs> Tough hang. Jane Krakowski did not bring it when she dropped that uh, big-ass dinosaur rib on the whip. That's pretty Got well. my suspension fucked up, girl. 27 on Metacritic is impressive. Impressive? To be that low? Nah, that's I'm gonna get you sucking territory. That's disrespectful. I'm sorry. <laughs> How dare I? I'm just saying... <laughs> Watch, watch where you step in your goldfish uh, heels. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. I don't think of it that way. Um, do, have you seen Flintstones and Rock Vegas? I 100% have. Alec Baldwin's brother, 30 Rock, full circle. Jane Krakowski and Alec Baldwin's brother in this movie. Um, and it's terrible. It's the worst. Yeah, I don't remember it too well. I remember the first one more. Serious question. Okay, Obviously, I am the lowbrow misogynist of the pod. Lowbrow. Holly Berry. Am I the highbrow misogynist? The- <laughs> Is it 400 degrees in this room? It's so hot. It's so hot, John. Jesus. Holly Berry in one. Do you remember Holly Berry in the Flintstones? Oh my God, she's so hot. Outrageously hot. Yeah, just inappropriately so. Dave Krakowski can't hang with those kind of bars. That that movie, it was like the beginning of me understanding that Holly Berry is the most attractive woman in the world. Mind-boggling. I think she had like a five-year stretch where she was number one. That to Swordfish. Endgame. Yes. Can't say the 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 pit. Her apex mountain is Swordfish. Oh man. The Oscar is actually where it goes down for me. Just saying. It seems fair. Love me some Halle Berry. 
She's not in this movie. Number 10, <laughs> Keeping the Faith, which made $37 million, of course, directed by your best friend, White, Edward Norton. <laughs> White Funk, you know it. John, tell the people about White Funk. <laughs> we watched the trailer, and um, you know it's directed by white people when <laughs> random bad funk music is playing halfway through. Not bad. Always about halfway through. But again, it's, it's not generic. Bad. It's, like, it's generic. It's not generic. It's always like a really clean Stevie Wonder song or like Earth, Wind, and Fire. It's all like it's it's like, this hey, will be Earth, Wind, and Fire is so good though. <laughs> the best. No one's doubting their credentials. <laughs> I'm just saying that White Funk is a thing. The Parent Trap knows when they play this will be. I never asked Then all of a sudden, Lil Nada and Lil Hannah are just being like, "That's my sister, by the way." Are just like, "Oh, really this is fucking crazy." It's like, who's this person? You're like, "Why would you just say me?" Threw in there. She's mad at me because I didn't call. I didn't video chat with my mom on her birthday. That's your fault. I fucked up, but I called. I mean, I called my mom separately. I didn't video chat on the three way. What you want from me? I mean, I know what she wants from me. <laughs> just the video chat on the three way. Check the speed. Keeping the faith. Yeah. You got a in rap- us slowing the fuck down. A rabbi and a priest. Of course. Walk into a hot girl. <laughs> and, it's, <laughs> and it's sweltering hot in the bar. Um, this is your classic uh, single, young rabbi, best friend from the past, comes back into town and she's hot movie. And your other best friend happens to be a priest. And then uh, everyone at We've the heard con- it a hundred times. And everyone at the congregation is like, you should have sex with Ben Stiller. And he's like, enough, ladies. I'm going to throw you out of cabs. You would think that Ben Stiller would have directed it, considering how, how much ass This is the thing. Edward Norton has the nerve to talk all this hoity-toity, like, oh, I helped write everyone but this shit. When this motherfucker has made the <laughs> Farmer movie where he plays twins, Motherless Brooklyn, where he added Tourette's to a good book, oh, and motherfucking this movie where him and Stiller are fucking assaulting uh, church ladies. I don't know if they're assaulting her. Stiller please. fucked her up two to three. He punched her in the stomach. She dude. wanted it. He, the, but the joke is that he punched her way too hard yeah. and she fucking flew across the room, John. It's very good. That's classic. not the part I'm laughing at. It's cla- That's classic Stiller. Yeah. Number nine on this list. Hit me, cocky. 28 days. This made $37.1 million. That's your girl Sandy B in yeah. rehab. Now we have not seen this movie, but this looks fun. I compare this the, the trailer to the vibe of uh, of the American. I, I guess both both death at a funerals, whatever you want to call them. Um, yeah, but uh, it's uh, it's very much like she's at rehab and meeting all these interesting characters that are literal interesting character actors that we all know. And uh, looks like, like a bit like of a rock. What is that? Oh, and also more white funk. Yeah, was this white is this is actually show. where white funk started for us. Number ten, keeping the faith. Number 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 nine. Nine days. Twenty eight days. days. Got the number wrong twice. Check your speed. Um, oh man, it was so fast. Sandra Bullock. Uh, this Sandy is, B. We only call her Sandy B. Excuse me. This is Sandy B. Starting to hit her like stride. Cause like after yo, cause starting. Yeah, because she has some weird. And I'm confusing her with Brock a bitch. She <laughs> Julia Roberts. Yep. No, she Steven has, Soderbergh. She has. <laughs> that's right. She has a weird lull between like Speed and this, where she's been in a couple of movies, but none of them really hit big. And then after this, she does. You like, saying she checks her speed? That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you have that cruise control. We had that was a whole issue. <whistles> Patrick Dempsey on that bad boy. Oh, Keanu doesn't stay. She does. Yes. Weird. Not doesn't weird. Feel right. He's way bigger than her. In oh yeah, the Matrix. You right. Got <laughs> <Forgot> that. <laughs> Keanu is also like a bigger star than her up until no, it's always. You never feel dumber than when you say something like that and then you smoke and be like, oh yeah, he he in the Matrix. <laughs> oh yeah, he in the Matrix. Doesn't feel great. <laughs> Idiot. Yeah. Uh, number eight. Now, not her. 
You want to remind people of my description of this movie? This was Frequency, which made $45 million. I'll I'll, I'll take it from here. I'll take it from here, John. This is is the movie Frequency from the movie 2000. From the movie 2000. And John insisted... That it was that it was starring. Ins- stop! Ins- stop! Ins- let me finish. This is my thing. You did keeping the faith, okay? <laughs> he insisted this movie was starring Cuba Gooding Jr. So obviously, we've all heard the stream with Nader and John <laughs> raging racist. No, no doubt about it. He's got it wrong. There's no way oh. that there that he that there's a there's a there's got to be a black person he's conflating Cuba with. False. We go two thirds of the trailer through <laughs> colorless, not a speck. So, then, then motherfucking Delroy Lindo pops up out of nowhere, John's racist registry clicks back in, and he's like, oh, you know what, Racy McGrady, I'm thinking of Radio, <laughs> the movie where Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah. is mentally disabled, <laughs> works with Ed, Ed Helms and Horses, uh, and does not talk to his uh, father nope. through uh, frequency and time travel. So, guys. Get your Kickstarters together. All right. <laughs> we gotta make this movie. Wookiee <laughs> Jr. does that. Don's directing, producing, and green booking it all the way through. So, when we looked at the list, I was like, Frequency, that's what Wookiee Jr. talks to his dad in the past? I was halfway there. <laughs> the Delroy Lindo thing really set you back, yeah, I gotta say. I felt bad when Delroy showed up. <laughs> Jet Li is no longer the one. Delroy's in that. It's his ass beat Wait, with a Delroy motorcycle. Lindo, it was, uh, it's and, Delroy Lindo no, and Jason Ed, Statham. I'm Broward? In what? In this. No, Brower's in the other one. We Bra- watched too many trailers back to back. Brower's in... We'll get to Brower. We're not even at Andre's well, Brower's on? Brower's in goddamn... Oh, no. He's in U571. No, he's in Rules of Engagement. Boom, in your face. Roasted. I, I said it. <laughs> Top dollar cuck. Uh, have you seen Frequency? Yeah. Oh, is it good? Uh, no, but it's, it's a, it definitely is like Dennis Quaid reaffirming that he is only, that his ceiling as an actor is like pretty low. Cause at the, I remember at this point in time, Listen, if he doesn't have a sports ball involved, he's not good. <laughs> but no, at this time he was, he was like flirting with like second tier Tom Hanks stuff. And then when he started making, I mm. thought, cause frequency again, this is number eight in the spring of 2002. He, he is a movie star like yes, in this 100%. round, but he, but you, this is, you can feel him bumping up against the ceiling, which is movies that are not that good. Okay, fair. Yeah. Bumping up against the ceiling. Name my sex tape. Number seven is a movie I'm excited to talk about. It showed me a very exciting clip from it. This is The Road to El Dorado, which made $50.8 million. We're in the $50 million club, Nader. Let's run it back to our reviews, John. What do you, You've seen the trailer for this movie. What do you think The Road to El Dorado is about? I know exactly what it's about. It's Well, from what I saw in the trailer, it's uh-huh. about two Spanish guys who are looking to find the famed... City of El Dorado, which is supposed to be a city filled with gold, <clears throat> and um, they get to some city. I'm assuming it's not El Dorado. It is. Oh, okay. Huh? Well, they get to El Dorado, and um, they get mistaken for gods. Mm-hmm. And um, Chris, Cl- Kevin Klein. You got it, boss. Kevin Klein gets a blowjob from Rosie Perez. Bingo! But you know what? Never mind. You know what the movie's about. That's it. <laughs> yeah, nailed it. Um, it's it's crazy just because he, uh, towards the end when all, and of course all. Can you uh, explain the thing I just said? It's very important. Oh oh the blowjob oh yes. yeah oh yeah uh, well I hope my fingers and it's I'm not gonna make the noise but anyway <laughs> this, please in this movie uh, Rosie Perez I guess gives Kevin Klein's character a blowjob and what ha- and again this is a PG movie what happens is that you hear a her mouth flies up from his groin and there's a little drip of moisture. Uh, that you can see separate her in between her face and said area that underneath that level is 
clearly his crotch, but of course they get up in a way that's... And he also has a face like he's like... Oh, yeah. And also there's um, sounds of like... Yes. Before before that, too. Um, And of course, as kids, we thought it was kissing. And then... As a geometry major, I was like, "That's not where her right. mouth would be." If Triangles and stuff. <laughs> I think that um, I, you know, we say this a lot, but if, I wish sometimes that this was a video podcast because the hand motions you were making this <laughs> were fantastic. Nice. Uh, yeah, I've never seen this movie. It seems fun. It is definitely fun, but it, it gets very serious and like political. Tor- towards the end, it becomes uh, a whole thing about like you know, I mean, it's what you imagine. It becomes like Pocahontas towards the end. Um, this is early DreamWorks. Like yes. Post Shrek, but. Is it Common Shrek? sense. I'll check. I thought Shrek was a one. Oh, so this DreamWorks movie. I thought Shrek is what started DreamWorks. I could be. Yeah, Shrek is 2001. Okay. Thank you. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> is that your noise blah, 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 blah. For me to, to me to They rewind? do that in Shaft when he's uh, the, when the guy's outside of her, her, her apartment door. Interesting. Yep, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he hates me now, guys. Yeah, I'm Rod Smart in this. Number six on this list. That was a great reference. Yeah, I know. Number six on this list, which made $53.3 million. Rod Smart is the name of the guy in the XFL who wore a jersey that said, he hate me. Oh, I thought it was uh, Cuba's character, Jerry Maguire. No, it's some, it's Rod something else. Sterling. No. <laughs> he hate me. Remember he hate me? He played for the Panthers? Rod Smart. Running back. He hate me. No, he don't. Uh, number six on this list. No, he don't. All right. Which made $53.3 million. It's the first of a franchise that has way more movies than you realize. Final Destination. Oh, man. Devin Sawa? I think this one's in three, but the one that always fucked me up the most was... Uh, I'm raising my voice because I'm leaning farther back from the mic, so I hope it's natural. Is Yeah, it definitely sounds natural. <laughs> is, um, the, uh, is the one where the, they're driving behind That's the two. lumber truck. It's oh, two. two. Lumber I know, truck. I and know the, it so well. And the, and the lumber comes through and, and murders the driver right through the fucking seat. But the tanning bed one is pretty rough, too. Is yeah, that also two? It's like three? three. It's three? Okay, tanning yeah. bed one's rough, too. What is your final destination murder that it's really from got the, you? It's from the first one. Okay. Uh, there's two Two of them get me. Uh, Stifler, Sean William Scott. Mm-hmm. Uh, the like loose piece of metal that gets hit by the train that like severs his head. Oh my god! Oh, yeah, and also yeah, yeah. The, the, the choking while slipping in the bathroom. Oh no! He uh, slip. Uh, the the kid slips in the bathroom and hits his head on. You the- know what? Oh, uh, there's some rough ones. They actually, yeah, but that I think the way that that is filmed in terms of like the the motion graphic of his head hitting yeah. the thing, I think that is kind of like what that that kind of started the standard for that kind of like death the way oh. that's filmed. It's that I remember. Oh, and oh, and weights when the dude oh, is doing yeah. the he does the, the the bicep thing and the weights swing down and mm, smash his head. No, squishy, squishy. I guess two and three, not this one, <laughs> are the ones that fucked me up. There's some. I mean, I mean, most How do you of them are pretty rough. Uh, not at all. Drowning in ice cream for me. How do you want to die? Drowning in ice cream. Come on, man. The weekenders. Uh, painless. Lethal injection. Crew <laughs> from the Boondocks. You want them uh, to? You want them to? You want a fictitious rap crew to beat you up? Yeah. Initiation style. Go out like a G. Crips and Bloods. My dog right. skip. I got it. <laughs> My dog Crip. <laughs> God damn it. I it's 1,000 it. degrees in here. <laughs> it's definitely my fantasy team next year. <laughs> Number five on this list. Hit him. Romeo must die. 60 Nope. $55.9 million for Romeo the must John die. John Wick of its generation. This is uh, essentially a uh, Romeo and Juliet remake. Starring Jet Li and Aaliyah, duh. But, but it's instead of Capulets and Monuments, it's uh, 
uh, Chinese and black. Y'all know that scene at the end to do the right thing. Think about it if they added karate. <laughs> You're like hundred percent wrong. He <laughs> said I am or I am not. You're not hundred percent. I was gonna say okay. I don't think I'm hundred percent wrong. You're only like thirty percent wrong. Hey man, what do you think used to be written on that board? Don't worry about it. But I'm serious. <laughs> um. Remember, this guy is awesome. Uh, yeah. The fight, the fight scenes are really dope. The, there's like an ending fight scene where they're on a roof surrounded by fire and they have to save Aaliyah. That's really good. Um, and DMX gets uh, his acting start here, guys. This is really important yes. because DMX is the only it's rapper. Before Cradle to the Grave, he's the only rapper that they always make play a thug that actually should always play a thug because it's the best. <laughs> Whether ironic or otherwise, it's incredible when DMX is in a movie playing himself. Now this is. Um... His first lead American movie. Because uh-huh. he was in Lethal Weapon 4, is the bad guy in that. You're not talking about DMX anymore, you should specify. I'm talking about... Oh, yes, you're right. I'm, I was on the Jet Li... Uh, DMX is not the bad guy in If Lethal you're Weapon telling 4. me that DMX got his start in Chinese cinema, then honestly, it wouldn't be the craziest thing you told me today, John. It's true, we had some weird conversations. Hey, uh, no, Dennis yeah. Rodman. So uh, he had made a lot of movies in China. China? Yeah, China. Yeah. I just know why I was... Okay. Well, Hong Kong. I'm always dubious about cares? what I call Asian people. I get it wrong frequently. It's not important. Uh, but yeah, after this, he goes on a crazy stretch of American films and becomes like a, basically an American action star. Oh, bona fide. 100%. I mean, he has a... a read his run from uh, from now to like, you know, 2003, 4. To, to, from, to, 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 to Hero. From Yeah, to Hero. There's Hit a me. lot of movies. Yeah. Uh, so, where am I? Romeo's side. Then he does The One. He does Kiss of the Dragon. Hero. <laughs> <laughs> and we're out. <laughs> well, then he does Cradle to the Grave. He does um, Fearless. Nice. Um, yep. These are all still bangers. The Warlords, I'm not familiar with. Nah, War, Forbidden Kingdom. War is good. And The Mummy, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. He, he's the only good part of that movie. Because those movies yeah. suck in the first one, but he is the only good part of the movie. Continue. Founding a Republic. Don't nah, that's nah, over. Ocean's Heaven, The Expendables. Oh, I After just hit 11, and I was about to be like, that is a false statement. No, Ocean's so, Heaven. So Ocean <laughs> Heaven. Okay. This yeah. Is a so I mean, it, the run ends ends at war, basically. But at least it doesn't end at hero, and that's what we learn here at the stream with Nader and John. Yeah, I didn't realize Heroes two thousand two. I thought it was later. Check your speed. I thought that hero <laughs> was no. Uh, yeah, I, I thought that um hero came out way later than did it. It's only yeah, two thousand two. Because yeah. wars two thousand seven. I thought they were closer to each other. I think it's time for there to be a grudge match too. No De Niro. No Stallone. Mm-hmm. Chan Lee. I go Chan. Or just a sequel to whatever movie they already have together, because they have a movie together. I'm Chan all day. Yeah, but Chan got that propaganda problem. Yeah, I'm sure Lee does too. Why you, Why would you assume that they're both conduits for Chinese propaganda? Because um, they're still alive. Can we talk about how I just nailed that conduits reference? It's pretty good. It's pretty, pretty <laughs> much it's not a reference as much as a use of a word, but... We can call it a reference if we want to. Number I referenced f- the dictionary. Continue. Right. You reference you went right to that. Check Where, your speed, hey, man. What section do you find the dictionary? The reference section. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much. I think that helps me. You're welcome. I'm back in the game. Number four on this list, which made sixty point eight million dollars, is Mission to Mars, a movie that I was not familiar with. Not Red Tornado, baby. <laughs> That's right, Red Tornado. This is Don Cheadle in a Brian Listen, De Palma Mars movie. Oh, sorry. For centuries, we were looking for life on Earth. Turns out, Nader, we were looking in the wrong place. <laughs> Yeah, we should have been looking up John's ass. The trailer for this movie is so goofy. It's so goofy. You know, I was I was uh I was realizing watching the trailers for this season 
the 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 memory for me in the movie theater taps out when the, when the guy that talks like this he passed away the, we lost him I'm I'm rest in peace he's been doing it forever apparently but I don't remember movies Fontaine what his last name is black dude bald glasses no, no? White, well, definitely an old white guy oh then I'm not thinking of him at all doesn't matter I don't remember him in theaters I only remember that voice on like the home VHS thing I, I've sure. I, that's that's where I I tap out age wise. Uh, Don LaFontaine, who did over hey. 5,000 film trailers. Nice. 5,000. Arnold Schwarzenegger. What, uh, what Comedy Central presents Pobli- comedian Pablo had the joke Francisco. about that? That's him? Yes. Oh, Little Tortilla Boy. Oh, God. <laughs> They're trying to take my tortillas in a world. <laughs> this is the Juliet Lippman of our podcast, Don. Really? That doesn't make any sense. Just the references that only... Who else... Do you know that knows all the stuff that I know? Plus Pablo Francisco's Little Tortilla Boy from probably listening to, to Comedy Central Presents. Not even watching it all the time. You might have had the MP3s like me on LimeWire. No, I, I literally watched every single one of those. Oh, then you watched them too? All right, cool. I was obsessed with that. And Comedy Central Presents was a big deal for me. Did you ever... Add in Premium Blood. You never you never got the audio version? You know, you know they yeah, had secret I, ones. I, I they had ones that, there's a whole Dave Chappelle stand-up library that's all audio. Um, I've heard most of those, but yeah, it was, I definitely down, when I found out you could download comedy albums on, uh, I think it was, was it still, it might've been Napster still, like the end days of Napster. Again, you're old, I'm young, I bring it up subtly all the time. Yeah, real subtle there. (laughs) Um, no, it was, um, because I remember my sister went away to college and when she came back, she installed Napster on my computer and I was the only kid in my high school that had Napster and it was the coolest shit. How did you install Napster on your computer? I'm remembering... I, 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 again, I'm so much younger than you. I only downloaded LimeWire. Was it the same process downloading Napster? Yeah, it was just an executable file. A what, a what file? Executable. Executed at the ex.exe or whatever. Okay. For some reason, I thought that LimeWire was the first one where, like, it was a legal system. It was what you were pulling that was like, because I thought, I thought you just went to, like, LimeWire.com. So, Napster. Did you go to, did you go to Napster? Yeah, no, I'm right. Yeah, you couldn't just go to LimeWire.com. You couldn't just go to Napster.com. No, Napster was that's the difference. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, you would, but it was it was all P to P, peer to peer. Gotcha. It's not important. Rules of engagement. No mission to Mars. Brian De Palma, Don Cheadle, space tornado. Good CGI. Gary Sinise. Horrible CGI. Gary Sinise is everywhere. <laughs> Who was the chicken? This did we figure it out? Nah, I'm not checking. <laughs> <laughs> um, this looks really goofy. Uh, it's pretty. It's pretty serious. Check the Metacritic on it. All right, because I'm I'm. Curious. Well, now I'm gonna check who Shorty is. Might as well. Uh, Mission to SARS. That ain't good. I mean, the trailer, like, I mean, it looks pretty, like, standard. Oh, we're on Mars. We're trying to figure stuff out. And then all of a sudden, things take a turn. But then it turns all of a sudden. Oh, it's also Chris Klein's in this. Ooh, 34, Blood Red. I was going to say, it's got to be bad. Shorty is Connie Nielsen. I've got to stop calling women Shorty. Jerry O'Connell is in this. Uh, oh, yeah, Jerry Jill O'Connell. Ted? I said Chris Klein. It was Jerry O'Connell. Of course. Uh, I mean, it's written by Lowell Cannons. I mean, oh, this is a Heir to the Cannon franchise. Feature? Yeah. This is, uh, well, there's like... From the Fuji fan. There's heavy, in the trailer at least, oh. heavy uh, Space Odyssey, uh, I mean, 2001 Space Odyssey uh, vibes. Even with yeah, Jerry don't O'Connell... don't come through in the movie. <laughs> Jerry O'Connell walking in that uh, circular room, and uh, obviously they walk into some white room on Mars, and then they walk into another room, and there's just the solar system there. I can, I can tell you it does not translate to gravitas in the film. Fair enough. Yeah. That, of course, is the Latin word. For bursting Johnny's bubble. That's right. Number three on this list, $61.3 million for Rules of Engagement. Nodder. Yes. 
I have seen this movie a lot of times. Have you not? I don't think I've seen it. Ooh, this is Samuel Jackson in the reverse Mississippi burning. It's ice cold <laughs> on this military base, and Guy Pierce is coming for that ass. Military law. Tommy Lee Jones is on my side. SLJ. Young TLJ? As, young as fuck. Who? SLJ? No, SLJ. Sorry oh, I'll talk about TLJ. Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, TLJ... Coaching SLJ VGP Guy Pierce, not Gary Payton. Let me. Ask, so this is basically a, a military courtroom drama that intersperses uh, the events within it, or has it told? Uh, that's what the trailer. Y- yes, but like. most of it is, I think, actually more or less in order and builds up to the climactic uh, trial. Tri- yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, looked. At, it looks good. It's, it's fun. It's very much like changing lanes era samuel jackson no not so much uh deep blue sea right yeah he's he's a little more he's at the forefront of of the picture and there is i i and you would know this better than me but i I hazard a guess to say that this movie is was meant to be probably right we can we can sit here and judge a trailer from 2000 like fucking snobs but there's a chance maybe this movie was like meant to be very good 61 million dollars domestic so it doesn't like it did bad especially for 2000 sure. that's good money yeah the only thing is that um uh when i watched that trailer i don't know it just has that generic movie name 100 percent. and i don't know there's a lot of that in this late 90s early aughts period where these shouts to the english patient lit i hear it's great Oh, you haven't seen it? It's not. It's fine. <laughs> it's whatever. It's like two and a half hours. I'm it's good. it's one of those weird like why is this the movie that Guy Pierce gets recognized for? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not Guy Pierce. Um, Rafe, 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 Rafe. Yeah, Rafe. Your boy Rafe. They're your splash man. That's where it's at. But right. See it? Bigger splash? Uh-huh. No, I don't know it. Oh, where he where Rafe finds the rock star? Let me ask you a question. Yes. What's Joseph Fine's place in all of this? Uh, Ben Hur. <laughs> okay. Right. You're thinking of Charlton Heston. No, I'm not joking. In the remake, I think it's him. Thanks to Joseph Fiennes. How many times are they going to make that movie? More. Right? Number two. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Uh, Lisa. 571, which made $77.1 million. Now, you haven't seen this film. I don't know what the fuck this is. This I mean, is, I do because I saw the trailer with you. But This is a movie where um, Matthew McConaughey is in charge of a, of a submarine. It's Matthew McConaughey. Because we love him here at the stream with Nader and John. My apologies. So some respect. Uh, this is before he starts going on his run of uh, rom-coms. And, a, and the shortest hair I've literally ever seen him in. He's in the Navy. It's insane how low his cut is. So Buzzed up. Bill Paxton is his, uh, is his direct superior. They're on a mission where they're trying to uh, take over a German U-boat so they can then use that as a decoy. No, U-boat. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's not what their plan is. That's what they end up doing because... When they uh, take over the German uh, boat, mm. they uh, a different German boat shoots down their ship that they were on originally. Bill Paxton dies. We're talking two German boats. U-boats. Right? Proceed. So they, at mm. that point, are forced to go take the German boat and use that to try to get back uh, and not get killed by the Americans who think that's a German U-boat. A lot of stuff with depth charges, which is uh, intense. Do two U's make an O-boat? They don't. Magnets? They make a, uh, it's a, a W boat. That makes more sense. Yeah. M boat. M boat. No, you upside down, it's an M boat. You can't spell boat without M. Or U. You can't. Try it. Can't be done. I can't do it. Um, that's U571. McCon- this is like McC- Leaning Man McConaughey before he goes on his weird rom com run. So this is like one Last of Last Stand McConaughey. But this is pre reconnaissance is one this of the. He's about to go into the fiery depths of uh, Kate Hudson. 
Yeah. This movie is very pro-American and very historically you inaccurate. You could say this submarine launch. Right? I can't yeah, think I of any of his other movies. The only other one I think of doesn't work. It's hot as the sand in lose, this fucking room. How to lose a U-boat in 10 days. Number one on this list. <laughs> a little dicey, right? Sounds I'm a little happy. racy. A little blue. Happy. I'm not happy with it. <laughs> only movie to break the $100 million club. $125.5 million for Aaron Brockovich. Shakira voice feminism. <laughs> now, now, this is Julia Roberts. Who In you... Steven Soderbergh's funniest movie yet. <laughs> hysterical. I mean... <laughs> you drink water? I don't. Do I drink water? Yeah. Not the water that Aaron Brockovich drinks. Yeah, that's why I said it. Because it's tasty. Uh, Do you like this movie? I don't give a fuck about Aaron Brockovich. It's fine. Yeah. It's definitely like the... Most forgettable uh, Steven Soderbergh movie next to Traffic, and he wins awards for both of them. <laughs> no, Traffic's way better. No, I know, but I'm saying it's ironic that we don't. You that's think, like you think not... Traffic's forgettable. I think Traffic's good. Traffic is part of Steven Soderbergh. Fake Julia Stiles legend. Oh, also that book is coming soon. Tra- traffic is part of oh, Traffic and Aaron Brockovich are part of Steven Soderbergh's um, like weight in Hollywood. They're part of they're part of why he is allowed to do literally everything else he's done since then. They're not. They are by no means. I don't think would anyone put either of those mm. movies as their, as their number one Steven Soderbergh movie. I would be surprised. Well, what if you're a big Albert Finney fan or a big Julia Roberts fan? There's plenty of reasons to do that. But I, I mean, even out of sight, which is still even like kind of second tier Soderbergh, is better than than both these movies. Like this, it may be second tier, but it's first tier in my heart. The, the, this is my point. But do you, you know, do you, would you agree with that? I would agree. Okay, that's all I mean to say. And nothing against this. But movie. this is it's probably not... his most like he's he won the most awards for this movie probably right. Or because this in traffic, he I believe he this, uh, one, this was he nominated wins best. For, this was nominated for best picture and won for best actress. He he wins either best picture and best director back to back. He doesn't matter. He wins two actors back to back. So he wins. Traffic is definitely best picture. He must win director for Brockovich. You checking? I will check. It. Okay. Um, but uh, but it, it's almost as if this is the movie that uh that really does because he's never gone back to anything this tone again. And I honestly respect him because oh, yeah. these movies feel like they're part of. Uh, the King's Speech and American Beauty, and the, and they're they're part of this completely old version of Hollywood that I think Steven Soderbergh, God bless him, has been trying to get away from his entire career, and he and he has moved past it. Hit me. What are the wins? Um, Steven Soderbergh was nominated for Best Director for two films at the same Academy Awards, which was Ooh. Aaron Brockovich and Traffic. Even better, and he, he must he must win Picture for Traffic. Um, Traffic definitely wins Best. Movie. I don't think he wins for either one. No, I'm saying Picture. I don't think he wins for either one. Traffic isn't a Best Picture winner? Maybe you're right. Hold on. I'm going to the awards right now. Uh, no, Gladiator wins Best Picture that year. He wins for oh. Director for Traffic. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, he, he, whatever. Um, same year. Yes. Him, Jamie Foxx, Scarlett Johansson. So, in that awards, Julia crowd. Roberts wins for Aaron Brockovich for Best Actress, and he wins for Best Director. For Traffic. And uh, it wins Adaptive Screenplay, which he didn't do. They, that's what it is. There you go. He, he didn't write it because it's uh, Adaptive. So how does he He doesn't win that. It goes to the guy who wrote the screenplay. Oh. He didn't write the screenplay. I thought you were going to say it was under a pseudonym or something. No, no, no. He didn't write the screenplay. And been supporting actor for Traffic also. Win. Yes, win. Wow. So, so his two movies pick up uh, three of the top six awards, basically. Are Latin actors the Top eight. two best supporting actor wins in the 2000s decade? Say that again? Are Latin actors the best wins for supporting actor in the 2000s decade? Benicio and Javier? Javier's definitely one of them. He wins in 2009? Javier wins in 8 for a movie that comes out in 7. 
Oh, uh, No Country 7? No Country 7, he wins an 8. This, yeah, right, okay, yes. This is 2000, he wins in 2001. The odds um, are my, like, one... Is year. there an incredible supporting actor that I'm missing in the 2000s? I think it's them. I love Benicio in this. Oh my god, this is a great, like, normalization of Benicio, and I don't mean that in, like, a, well, a bad way. Well, I mean, way. we're gonna get the traffic later in this, uh, this, um, year, so... Of course. But yeah, I mean, kind of crazy to think about it. So Aaron Brockovich tried for two big hits for Soderbergh. In the same year that, um, and it's crazy. It, well, and we've talked about it before. Steven Soderbergh's ability to just constantly reinvent himself, and um, ver- uh, it's not even variety, but just like the yeah. amount of he's made nothing like these two movies since. Is no, my but point. not even that. It's just the amount of work he puts out at the quality he puts out is is it's, can't be it's said enough. Parallel, like yeah, mate. Steven Spielberg and Woody Allen put out a movie almost every year. Not Steven Spielberg anymore. Used to, but. Uh, Woody Allen still puts out a movie every year, but like quality wise, like Steven Soderbergh and variety, like it's just it's it's so impressive what he's 100%. able to do. I think also me and you, especially because we're such fans, if we went back yes. and rewatched uh, Traffic and Aaron Brockovich, we would we would find more to like, not less. Also, you need to watch his uh, Sex Lies and Sex Lies and Videotape. Yeah, gotcha. I've seen big chunks of it. I've seen that. Weirdly enough, that was one of the first movies I had to watch in school. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. But but again, just chunks. All right, we gotta do our awards now, Nader. Now, we have never decided our awards. Yeah, we're doing this on the spot. Right here. there on the spot. We're going to start with Hit me. Shelf Life. My answer, Nader, American Psycho. Ooh, my answer, John. Romeo must die. Okay. Yeah, buddy. Now, you want to do favor or you want to do best? Uh, let's do best right now. Okay. What's your best, John? So this is tricky. Very. Because I don't think any of these movies are that particularly great. Yep. So, I'm going to go with High Fidelity. Interesting. Which I was on the fence whether I would do that for best or favorite, but I decided I'm going to go with that for best. Ah, okay. Got you. I am going to, uh, out of respect, going to say that Aaron Brockovich is the best. I don't even really believe that. I just want to give Steven Soderbergh more awards because I think he deserves them. Okay. Yeah. Now, favorite movie, Nader. This is so weird to say because in really any other context, this would not be the case. And usually, because I think I think maybe you thought mine was going to be Romeo Must Die. My did. favorite. Well, what's your favorite? It's going to be The Virgin Suicide. Mine is the favorite. Mine, mine hey! is The Virgin Suicide. Look is, at us. Is because <laughs> it's definitely. Um, I don't love Sofia Coppola, but I do. Uh, like I said, I really responded to to this as like a, a directorial. Debut. I don't. She's not made a bad movie. She also very small uh, amount of movies. I see I don't, people. So you don't like Marie Antoinette. It's not not that at all. I don't think that is the consensus at all. I think most people kind of have something to nitpick about most of her movies outside of Lost and Virgin Suicides. I, I just I don't I don't think she, I mean yeah I can. Nitpick. So you don't know she doesn't bother me. I think she's a very good I mean, independent filmmaker. PTA is probably my favorite director, and I can nitpick stuff in his movies. But that's just my personality. Oh yeah, I could definitely nitpick stuff. But I'm just saying he's my favorite director. <laughs> sure, yeah. So okay. Nader, last looks. Last looks. What do you got? What Ooh. are you recommending for the streamers? I am recommending She's Gotta Have It. What's that? By Spike Lee on Netflix. I was going to do Netflix. Um, I, uh, I, have, I used to think this was... Uh, I used to think Do the Right Thing was his first movie, but it's not. Uh, <laughs> She's Gotta Have It totally is. And uh, this movie is in, it's, it's absolutely incredible. This is a... It's, uh, for me, Do the Right Thing is definitely a 5 out of 5. Um, like perfect movie. Mm-hmm. This is like a four and a half. This movie is it has a crazy problematic ending, but this movie is like <laughs> legit, like like perfectly made. Um, and I think he's so young when he makes it. He's definitely um, well, how old is he? Uh, probably twenty four, twenty five. That's is this his first movie? She gotta have it. No, yeah. it's second. This is first. This is the first movie. Do the right thing. Second. Third. 
What the hell is School second? days or something is in between. Oh. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to pick something on Disney+. Plus. Okay. You don't want to go with your Netflix pick just because I picked something on Netflix? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes! <laughs> this is a movie that I absolutely love, and it's only 78 minutes. Mm-hmm. This is a goofy movie. It was incredible. <laughs> it's one it. of my favorite movies of all time, and Eye to Eye is the greatest Disney song in the history of Disney movies. 100%. No doubt. And uh, the combination of Eye to Eye and, um, what's the other joint? Oh, the other Powerline song? Yeah. The one from the beginning of the movie? I don't remember the name of it at the top of my head. Damn, what is no, it? No, you were just singing that. I know. What is it? If we listen to... That's Eye to Eye. You're still singing Eye to Eye. Is it the other Tevin Campbell song? Yes. Shit. Whatever. It's the best duo. That's yeah. also the... It, yeah, it is. Because the rest of the music in the in the movie is completely forgettable. But those two songs... And again, not scores. As songs. I yes. agree. 100% the best ones. James. Both they made... need to make a Bruno Mars Powerline movie. It's ridiculous that they haven't considered this. Wow. There's a petition where like 40,000 people signed it. I was one of them. Sounds telling my kids that. I was fighting for the right things. All right. Next episode, Nader. We're doing the 2019 film. Chaffed? Yes. Oh, you did. I wanted the beat. I wanted it to be really on beat. Can we do it again? No. Damn. Uh, This is available on HBO Go. Hubbo. What? If you you like the show, (laughs) rate and review. Follow us on Instagram at the stream pod t-h-e-s-t-r-e-a-m-p-o-d and then of course in the descriptions I'm putting uh, links and time codes for the movies and the segments of the show not our links and sausages baby links and sausages we'll <laughs> see you in two weeks <laughs> this is ground control to major tongue you've really made the grade and the papers want to know I can't. I, don't, I can't predict. I'm, I'm no weatherman. You know what I mean? <laughs> he gets it.